0: I'm tired of examining my life and my actions and all that stuff. And that could just make me a horrible person and a really shitty catholic, but I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of like thinking about it. I'm tired of feeling bad about it. And I'm I'm like can I just can I just be okay with this being bad? And do I have to be like are you committing a studio right? You know, like I I am just kind of like I cannot handle the <laughs> system right right now. <laughs>
1: oh hey. here we are live hey. again hey. god is here how you doing luke
0: hey oh dead inside how are you
1: uh deader inside it's a competition to see <laughs> who's dead the most uh, survey says me let's <laughs> let's compete Yeah, you know what's really funny is right when you said, Survey Says Me, our faces came up on the Facebook Live, and I have it on my big monitor, and it literally scared me. It scared me. (laughs) So I am going to turn it off. I am going to actually turn it off so that I am not distracted by its beauty. Everyone on Patreon has been notified as far as I can tell. So there it is. All right, Luke. We got it going. Jason, our hero friend, is here. He is uh, helping us with this live feed as Earth
0: enters week three of quarantine. Ugh. By Earth, we mean America because that's what matters. USA. Yeah. Yeah. U-S-A. Well, in parts U-S-A. of Europe U-S-A. and Korea. Yeah, I just mean like this is third week for America. Mm-hmm. It's been in Korea and parts of Europe for much longer. Yeah, that's fine. USA. U S A. Um I'm just kidding, everyone. Sorry. How are we doing? Are we all right? Are we bad? I'm
1: I am uh I'm I, I would say if you had to ask me right now, Michael Gormley, how are you doing? Which you just did, I would say I'm a little bit north of terrible. Just a little bit north of terrible, <laughs> but that's where yeah. I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I um yeah, I'm kind of the same way. So this so this should be a fun podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So do you want to do rock um rock, paper, scissors to to see who goes goes of uh, you see who can talk first while we dance around why we're so terrible? Yeah. Uh okay, here we go. Rock, rock paper, scissors, paper, shoot, shoot, right? Shoot.
1: Paper. Oh, no, did I win? Well, yeah,
0: you know, I wasn't even ready yet. Oh. Okay. Ready. Rock. rock paper scissors shoes 2 shoot. second delay. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, the fist wins again. Oh man. Okay, so why am I doing horrible? Um, you know, some days during this just aren't going to go well. Yeah. And today has not gone well. I don't know why. Aaron's been really busy with work. Um, and so I've just been like kind of by myself all day and uh I'm dead inside. Um it's just been hard today. You know, it's, just, it's, it's not so much like... It's not the working from home part. Right. It's not the quarantine part. Okay. It's all of it combined. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's the... Well, the one place I really have gone to that hasn't been my house has been a walk around the neighborhood by myself and <laughs> to the grocery store. And that's You know, it. and it's just like... Yeah. And that's it. And it's, it's like you just kind of can't go anywhere... And it just today was just been a really hard day, man. I had a hard time just I had no motivation at all, like at all, at all, at all. It was really, and it just was like. And then of course, because I'm Catholic, I beat the crap out of myself because of it. Not not and not because I'm Catholic. I don't. I, I don't. I don't mean that in terms of I'm Catholic guilt. I just mean the whole like this is well. This is probably what I want to um, talk about a bit. Okay. Like I'm just tired of I'm tired of examining my life and my actions and all that stuff and that could just make me a horrible person and a really shitty catholic but i'm so tired of it i'm tired of talking about it i'm tired of like thinking about it i'm tired of feeling bad about it yeah. and i'm i'm like can i just can i just be okay with this being bad and do i have to be like are you committing a studio right you know like i am just kind of like i cannot handle the system right right now
1: <laughs> are you doing that to you i'm not doing that to
0: you like a little bit it's i need to back off of the twitters i think i need to back off of the social media bit i need to like i'm just now okay so i to. how do i say this i say this fully as someone who's making content and i understand that but also i'm saying this as a person who wants to run away from the content that he's creating and just play monopoly for hours on end to make the pain just go away now is this digital monopoly Oh yeah, I am hooked. I am hooked. You know I, the you app.
1: know that they stack the game against you, right? Yeah,
0: whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I like it. It's fun. Whatever. Don't ruin my fun. Uh, see, why? Why do you have to do this? Why are you ruining my fun? Because
1: it's a sedia if I don't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> <laughs> because Luke, I want to watch beautiful things die. Are you happy? I'm not happy. You it's have just, to be I'm me. I'm just
0: like do we all need to be doing Facebook live streams? Do we all and i I know we're doing one um, right now and i'm I know
1: how ironic i uh,
0: and I'm just glad we're doing it, and it's fun uh-huh. but do we all need to like can we all do we all need to be speakers? Do we all need to have things to say? Can we just stop
1: <laughs> This is the funny thing about what you're saying. Uh, this woman reached out to me, Leslie, and I think her and her husband are both fans of the show. And she said, hi, Leslie, we want to have you talk. We want to have you be a speaker at our online event. And I was like, OK. And as a speaker, I'm in pure panic mode because I desperately need cash money. And my uh, and she said and I said, well, here's the deal. Like, I'm kind of done with the whole um, COVID stuff, like talking about like, oh, this. these are five tips to deal with COVID. And she goes, oh, thank God, I don't want to hear another word about how to survive during COVID. We are in week one. None of us know how to survive. None of us have ever been in a quarantine. Yes, yes yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. None of us. The, you know what? I'm going to Skype a little bit later. Someone from
0: Chernobyl.
1: Someone who went through <laughs> that, you know? like I'm going to get an elderly person, and
0: we're going to talk about polio. Or at least one of the actors from the HBO miniseries. <laughs> at the very least, <laughs> Luke. The one guy the who actors. was in Mad Men and a few other british things we'll have him come on the show
1: exactly exactly so um she said i don't want you to reference quarantine or covid or anything at all um just come and give a talk on
0: celebrating lent and i was like sold sold and that's good that's the, i think that's good I, I just like i think it's because i'm so involved in this world as in you know it's all of our friends it's all of I'm just tired of it. You know, like, I just yeah. – and I'm – listen, I, 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 I'm I – okay, I'm just going – I'm just uh, going to say it. Like, any – like, Andy Olsenewski, he, like, he organized this great thing. Half the people who talked were, like, very good friends of mine. Like, people I was, you know – in their wedding. Like who? Like, it was like you and – um and like Brian, Kissinger, <laughs> you're such a piece of shit. I am. And I was like, I love. I mean, Brian Brian Kissinger is legit one of my best friends in the world. I love that yeah. dude. And I was like, I can't watch any of this. Like, and, and I and I know why Andy's doing it, and I, and I know it's coming from like a good place. And I love all those people, and I'm not bashing them. I am. Uh, uh, uh I'm uh, just saying. That I, the last thing I wanted to hear was anyone talking about Catholicism, <laughs> yeah. and I don't and I think it's it's just like it's just become a lot, and I'm just like, I need to stop talking I, I need to stop hearing people talking about it. like I need to just just let me live it, and I need to stop hearing about it. Is that horrible?
1: Along the same vein, my family has started watching, in order of production, all of the Marvel movies. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't even want to see a YouTube clip of the President's Address, criticism of the President's Address, uh, you know, like all that stuff. I don't want it at all. See, for for you, it's the Catholicism side, because I'm not doing any... I hop on Twitter, I post a couple Bible passages that I'm in the middle of reading because I don't know how to have a private spirituality. <laughs> and uh and then I like I I put a couple links and then I dance off. I don't read. 90% of the time I'm on Twitter, I'm just making sure no one sent me a direct message and then I move on with my life. I'm not I don't read it like you do. I don't I don't go through my feed, I don't see what I missed. I don't care about any of that. I just see, like, did Sugar Garcia say anything about her parents? Here's things. Okay, I'll like those, retweet that. All right, I'm out. I'm done. Um, I I, I, I have been in this office trying to figure out a way to make the lighting work so that I can record Faith Formation videos. And then trying to figure out how to do video editing so that I can post my Faith Formation videos on YouTube. And that's all I've been doing and uh it's weird and it's super myopic and i'm just me and my laptop for and then me and the camera you see behind me and this beautiful microphone and then i go and hang out with my family and that's all it's like this endless cycle of this space this house and it rained all day here off and on oh that's the worst
0: it's yeah the worst. so it's
1: like i mean but so we say, it's actually good when you know it's going to rain use that app dark sky And you know when and where it's going to rain. So you like you tell your kids, all right, everyone, get off the iPad. You have 30 minutes outside. You're not allowed inside until then. And then they go out. They go do their thing. And then they come back. Pee in the yard. Pee in the yard. Oh, my gosh. Thomas, I have to beg him to stop peeing in the yard. That's what I have to do. (laughs)
0: It's like, Thomas, this isn't college. (laughs) <laughs> uh, do you remember when someone, I won't say his name, but when he started peeing out the back door at Drizzt, he was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and the rest of us yes. thought it was fine. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's college. <laughs> it's being out the back door to the back patio. Who cares? I've done that before, practically.
1: <laughs> practically. Way to couch it. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing
0: it right now. Do you want to know where I used to pee on the on the back of the house? If no, I came no, home and I couldn't, no. why, Wait, Why would I pee in the back of the house? There's a reason why I would do this. There's a legit reason because why. Because the front of the house had all the street lights? No. We had, no, but I we don't had know why, no lights behind us. But why would I just go inside and pee in the bathroom? But there's a reason why. I think it was because
1: it, it was upstairs. That's way too much friction for a drunk.
0: No, I think, I think it was if someone else was in the back. But wait, we would also go pee at the same time. So I don't know. <laughs> um, would we? I mean I I mean it was the sound like you know if you're at a party it's sound and, and there's a, yeah I distinctly were, like I remember like a few guys being like, hey, we're all cool just ping at the same time, right? Like we're like, Yeah, so we just go to the bathroom <laughs> and be at the same time. Cause you we're really cool have with to this. pee.
1: <laughs> and then you're like, Gomer, what are you doing? I'm like, We're all cool with holding hands while we'd be outside, right? <laughs> we're all
0: cool yeah. with like singing um all our welcome, right? <laughs> While you're holding the other person, all are welcome. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You had to make it about Catholicism. I was talking about
0: urine. You had to make it about Catholicism. I just enjoy the idea of, like, people peeing while singing all are welcome to a toilet bowl. Oh, boy, that took ten minutes to get to this point, huh? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it did. (laughs) It did. Um, But my talk went well. My talk went well. My (laughs) online Zoom talk.
0: I do not even remotely care. It went so
1: well. I was given 60 minutes, 30 minutes of talk. Yeah,
0: you talked for 59 minutes, right?
1: Yeah, right up to the limit and to the point where Andy had to hop on and say, "Uh, Gomer, you need to wrap it up right now because,
0: you know, the next guy had to talk. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. (laughs) Oh, no. And I I think it's great that that Andy did that. I, I am not opposed to it. I just, I, I think what I need to do is, I don't know, like, I like the Twitters because I feel connected to the wider world and seeing what is going on. I just, I think it's more Facebook that I need to kind of completely back out of. Oh, I didn't even know you were on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, don't know. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know where I am. Is this real? <laughs> what if we're all in purgatory right now? What if we've all actually died and this is purgatory?
1: Wow. I did not know they would have Star Wars uh, Fallen Order in Purgatory. This is awesome. I've been playing I, that game every night.
0: I finished the – oh, man. I Okay, I bought Animal Crossing. What I is that? It? It's, it's what, stupid. What? It's Minecraft for four. And it, I just don't like – to me, building a thing – okay, so it's one of those video games <laughs> where the entire objective – it's in real time. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. to build stuff and then exist in your world. I only want to do that if it's full-on, like, virtual um, realities or Star Trek holodeck thing. Like, okay. I don't want to do it through, like, a, con- a controller and see it happening. I want to, like, feel like I am immersed in that world. I want to feel the sweat of my labor as I build this house. I don't want to see a thing that doesn't look anything like me build a house and stand around for a bit. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs>
1: It's funny, I saw this meme of a building about to fall over, and it was this huge, like, apartment building tipped over, and the government just wedged these huge steel I-beams up against it and against the street so it wouldn't fall over, but it was leaning to where, if you lived in one of those apartment units, and there was still clothing on those units, if you lived there, your stuff would fall out the window if you didn't have it, like, battened down, and... uh and someone wrote the world on the fallen over building, and on the i beams wrote, uh, uh, "What is it called? Animal Crossing." <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. Animal
0: Crossing, Netflix. That's what's holding up the world right now. Uh, let's be honest, what's holding up the world right now is is Tiger King. And it is. Yeah, I wonderful. haven't watched it. I almost please, watched it last please, night. Please watch it, please. You need to take your bride. You need to say, "Honey, not not." tonight let 's practice on the chastity for once uh, i i cannot
1: i cannot make that promise <laughs> i cannot go there and you,
0: luke. no you this is better than sex i 'm telling you this is better than sex
1: um, luke then you 've been having the wrong kind of sex, good man <laughs> <laughs> you are like a. I I mean you get in there it's over in about a buck twenty <laughs> uh, I, I burned at maybe thirty five calories it 's win win for me. I don't know for
0: her. I really don't ask. <laughs> and then you get a nice <laughs> nap afterwards. It's very enjoyable. <laughs> afterwards, she gets one during. <laughs> 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 ba-da-bum, ba-da-bum. Was- hey! So, masses are canceled almost everywhere. That's awesome. It's a period of self-quarantine. That's awesome. It's really not. And your parishioners, if if you work at a parish, which a lot of you do, why did you do that? So, your parishioners are going to congregate somewhere. And they are already gathering on your parish 's Facebook page, Catholic social media took, took a look at their subscribing parishes and here 's what they saw last week. so this is in real time last week eight hundred and thirty four percent rise in people i 'm looking at parish facebook pages that 's insane one hundred and sixty two percent increase in how many people those parishes were reaching that 's insane a four hundred and two percent increase in people liking clicking and sharing content from those parishes. I'm amazed people saw things from parishes that, that, that they wanted to share. That's incredible. You need to be posting and engaging your parishioners online like yesterday. Catholic on Social Media can help with unbranded, gorgeous posts on the ugly crap that you're putting out there because you don't have enough time to do that you probably aren't trained how to do that and that's not your fault. So what Catholic on Social Media can do is help you with unbranded, gorgeous posts that connect to what's going on in the, in the world right now. It will help you keep community alive, help you take prayer for requests and serve as your daily post structure on which you can do your live streams, your outreach and so on. (laughs) This is awesome. Use the code GomerWASWRONG. That's Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic social media. Let me just repeat this one more time. Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic social media. Again, one more time for the old people and end the back and God bless you all. You are in our thoughts and prayers. Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic Social Media. Thank you once again to, to Catholic on the social media for sponsoring this episode of Catching Foxes, which is kind of a cluster, but we're working on it. We're a step above being... yeah. This is like a step above my smoking hot wife stuff that, that people say. I'm glad that we're done with that. That youth
1: administrators say?
0: Yeah. Oh, we get it. You have a soul patch and a chin-goatee beard. We get it. My buddy Brad has that, and he, but he doesn't talk talk unlike um, that at all because he's mature. Um, what are we talking about? Man, you're on a
1: you're on like a negative thing right now. You're, you're oh you're yeah, I am negative.
0: I am a bitter bitter man. Uh, I am. This is the characters' world. We're just living in it.
1: Oh, this is still okay. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see what other horrible things. Uh, you know, all oh, the bishops are poor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hey, I just want to say,
1: Rebecca says Tiger King is not better than sex, but you won't, but you won't to stop until you finish every episode. Okay. We're, a, a, we're focusing says,
0: on the podcast, not the chat. No, 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 I know. I'm bringing
1: it into the podcast. Official petition for Luke to change his <laughs> we- name to Luke Exotic. <laughs> No man, I I'm right there with you when it comes to all this stuff. Like I feel overwhelmed because my parish is like a parish that's like a leading parish for creating this stuff. And one of it is how like, do you become a leading so parish to create this stuff? Yeah, what does that even because mean? people? Yeah, that's a great question because people did not have anything in place beforehand, and they're scrambling to get their vi- their churches put up and all that stuff on on Facebook or YouTube or their own live stream. And we are getting emails and phone calls day and night. How do you do with this? How do you do that? Day and night, and day and night, actually yes. day and night, twenty four hours yes. a day. I didn't say twenty four hours a day, but we are getting phone calls and emails day and night, asking us, "Hey, could you hop on the phone for like fifteen minutes and tell me how to set up a Facebook Live for our mass or for day
0: this or event night. and night?" <laughs> no, sorry, it's a song yeah. that the kids nah. like.
1: Yeah, the – so it's – but it is exhausting. I mean, it's exha- – like, I'm not consuming any of this stuff. Me and my family have kind of got a little rhythm of the 9 a.m. morning mass, and then we do um, – like, we try to do the Friday Stages of the Cross, but this last Friday, uh, me and Shannon have kind of – we hit, like, a peak, and so I went to the store and got pizzas, and we just did Gormley Family Movie Night. and I can't even remember what movie we watched. Um. Did we start Indiana Jones? No, nah, we watch we watched something with the kids. Oh, they watched some some movie that they wanted. And I was like, I'm done. And I haven't, I mean, we do, still do the morning mass stuff, but I haven't done stations, all that stuff that's live streamed and looks so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Like,
0: I can't. No. Uh, it's just so much. And I, it's I so think it's great much. that people are doing it. I, I, I'm i just saying, for me, yeah. it's probably because I'm so plugged into all of it, So I'm seeing what everyone's doing. Like all yeah. my feed is is just a bunch of people telling me to come and watch their stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> Do you I can't. do you ever
1: think do you ever think that you need to create a separate Twitter account without the Catholic stuff? Um yeah. I say that because it's easy for you to get brought into all that. Like I don't, I just don't go on it, and so it's easy for me not to get caught up in all the drama that it's built around. And if you just wanted to go and learn about like soccer news, you're also getting all the other stuff. I know the yeah, I I
0: think that's because like really why I like it is to like for the most part I want to know what's going on in the world in terms of uh, stuff. Then I have so I've got my politics, I've got my economic stuff, I've got my foreign policy. I uh, have my movie people. Do you have those on lists. That's 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 that is what I was about to get to. I don't. Okay. But I wonder if it's time to okay. maybe go back cause I did that a long time ago. It's not an. It's not a very popular part of Twitter anymore. It used to be. So I'm wondering if I should start doing on um, list again or just go through who I follow. And I I want to keep following all of those on um, people. I just uh, yeah. Um, I'm just so tired of talk. Like, I, I guess it's hard because I feel like I can't like live right now. And I feel like all we can do is talk about living, you know? And it's just, it's, there's a point where I'm like, I just want, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I would, I, it's weird. It's, this is just so weird and difficult and I just want to be okay with it being weird and difficult. As opposed to always having to be like, is this sedia? Is this sloth? Is this, am I doing, I'm just like, I need, I just need to not experience any sort of like, what some people would call Catholic guilt, and I cannot stand that term. I don't agree with it, but I just, I don't, I need to like step away from all that for, for, for a bit. Yeah. Especially, you want to step away from
1: it before it actually leads to things like a sin. Yeah. Before you actually develop a distaste for your faith. Because it's not your faith that you're consuming. You're consuming on the nature of Twitter and Facebook, right? We're consuming, like, hot takes about it and marketing for it. And there's nothing that turns or destroys a friendship quicker than reducing them to a someone to market to, right? Like, anyone who's dealt with, like, MLMs, right? Like, I tell the funny story of having a uh, an ex-girlfriend who reached out to me. Out of nowhere, uh, years and years later, and wanted me to get in uh, connected with an exciting investment opportunity, and I was like, "What the heck just happened?" And that was just the beginning of the deluge of all the MLM stuff. And like, I, you know, I I just keep thinking about this stuff and how I'm afraid, like, what that marketing signal does if you don't turn it off and walk away from it. And so, very very easily, we can get. Like just like you said, talking about our faith confused with actually doing or living the faith, and that can be deadly. Deadly, deadly. Especially if all the people that you're following are just doing hot takes and combativeness and dismissiveness. It gets old. Yeah. That's why, you know, I, I come back to that Jeff Cavins comment where someone's like, Did you read the blog about blah 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 and so and so and bishop this? And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about, but there's is an exciting new series on the book of Hebrews that I can't wait to learn about. And they're like, what?
0: No, these blogs. It's very important. He goes, it's not important. It's
1: but even not. some
0: of that, like, it's not. And I guess, <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, that's a really good, good point. I just, um I don't know, man. I, I, I just feel like I'm tired of even learning about it. <laughs> like, I just like it. Nothing sounds appealing right now of any of that. I just, I don't want to. I don't care.
1: I've been there. You know, yeah. I just, and, and I'm like,
0: there. I. I I'm sorry. I feel bad, but I just like you know, and and, and I, I mean to to be to be blunt, I'm in a, like a really weird spot. You know, me Anne and I aren't on the best of schedules right now. Ours are like off because she gets really tired during during the day, so she'll i um, take a nap or something, and then she will like and she will I'm um, gonna work a lot at night or something. You know, it's it's just so because she's really trying to like she 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 just works i um, so hard and she's so good at her job and um. You know, but she's also like uh, she's entering. I'm about to start her third trimester Ooh. now. You know, and so and she's uncomfortable a lot, and so it's just you know, and and, and um, yeah. I'm like, I guess all what I'm saying is, I'm alone a lot right right now, and it's really really hard. Yeah,
1: Luke, it's so hard for you. I remember one day you took a video when you back at your old job and you're in an office, clickety clacking on a keyboard. And you just slowly panned the video around and then you showed yourself and you're like, it's been like this all morning. And I'm looking at the video and I can't figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. What is it like an ugly office? Well, is yes. it like did he have to switch offices and he hasn't put anything up on the walls yet? Like also true. What is it? And then I realize. Oh, it's Luke, and he's alone all day at the office, and it's killing his soul. Yeah, man, you're like a fish out of water, literally. You're like gasping for air when you
0: don't have people. Yeah, every day is like, it's just, it's, I honestly, like, I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack right now.
1: (laughs) Can you take a nap with Aaron? Probably. I don't know. I probably, I I probably, I was like, (laughs) I, I'm just trying to figure out how to help you in this pregnancy <laughs> of hers. How dare she?
0: Oh, Did I tell you the horrible thing that I said? Gosh, I, w- I will bring that up.
1: That she complains too much? Yeah. Th- th- th-
0: yeah you week. said that okay. last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I'm a horrible... I like how you're like, I probably shouldn't say it.
1: <laughs> and it's like, well, you said it last uh, week. Oh,
0: gosh. Yeah. And then I, got, I, yeah, then I just beat myself up because I, I went through like, a whole bunch of pictures with me on Facebook because I had to post a thing. And I was like, man, I'm so blessed to have such, like, awesome friends. So I, like, put a bunch of stuff on the Instagram saying, hey, here's some cool people from – because I did this little, like, Instagram um, challenge thing about, like, show your senior picture. I got that f- um, from M. Lane. So I <laughs> thought, you know, I, sh- I should do it. And then I saw, like, holy crap. Here's Luke. Like, here's me, like, 60 pounds overweight. Here's me about 20 to 30 pounds underweight. And I was like, oh, I just need to get to a healthy weight and stick there. I stopped doing the carnivore diet as well. By by the way, I tried. I tried. Uh, I that? couldn't handle just eating meat. I thought I could. I couldn't do it, man. I thought I was. I, I was like, I'm going. It, it, it was like, honestly, for two reasons. One, um, I think with a pregnant spouse, it's just not the most prudent thing to do. You know, um, right now, just from logistical standpoint, and all the and all that stuff. And then two, I was just like, I was into about the fourth day of it. I was like, the thought of eating a meat um, makes me want to vomit. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I was like, what kind of meat were you eating when you were all doing kinds, it? all kinds, like a lot of steak and pork yeah. and cheese and, and some eggs and stuff. And it just, uh, I, I think I would, I, I, I see the appeal and I get it, but I just, I think for me, I need it like, kinda, I one of the things that I started um to realize and actually, being married has brought this to like, is Aaron is not this way. I actually need a bit of variety, like I need I need a decent amount of structure, but I can't do the same thing over and over and over again. So like Aaron can eat the same thing every day for like two weeks on 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 end. I have like a nervous breakdown if I have to do that, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I mean, if push came to shove and I had to, I would of course. Like if you know the world was ending and it's like it's rice or you die, of course I would be fine. This is a first world problem. <laughs> I fully acknowledge that. Yeah. I need to eat the rainbow, people. How dare you?
1: No, I yeah, um, I just need to dance. Eat. <laughs> well, eat the rainbow means the variety of like foods out there. I, didn't, I, know. I wasn't implying Well, I also just but, meant um, that I, I want to dance.
0: Wasn't, neither was I.
1: <laughs> so many disclaimers in this episode. No, I'll tell you, the worst part of the carnivore diet is like day five for me. I was like, oh, sh- this, this again, only this. And I'm looking at a refrigerator full of not meat. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I go to work and I wouldn't bring something. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't want to buy a hamburger patty. This is ridiculous. But I suck it out. And by day maybe 9 or 10, it was probably day 10. It, it takes a while. It, it like didn't even i didn't even think about it i was like okay what am i going to eat i'll eat this boom 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 good to go i'm fine th- so it does th- that hurdle is that hurdle is big and most people that do the carnivore diet quit around day like 4 5 6 that makes sense because that's when it just feels gross um and then it then it goes away it really did it does. help but if you don't have your spouse doing the same that's thing about that's, that's, that's yeah
0: great. it re- like it just like we weren't even eating at the same time or the same thing and I was like, right now we need to be eating it, like, and it just is a little bit easier on us if uh, we're eating the same, thing. you know, like, cause so, like, the, so, one of the, so then I had, I had seven pop tarts, seven, two <laughs> things of pop tarts because I was so hungry. <laughs> no, no, I no, I, I'm sorry, that'd be 14. <laughs> that I had perfect. six pop tarts. Sorry.
1: Okay, three bags of pop tarts. Sleeves with two pop tarts yes, in the yeah. sleeve. Do, Man, you you that pendulum swung <laughs> so hard. the other effing way. And I was like, I can't do this. Well, I'm going to have one. I might as well have all the pop tarts well, in the store. Cuz I was right in the now.
0: carnivore thing where like you're like really hungry still cuz you're just trying to drink enough um water and you're never really satisfied. I never experienced that. I felt so good after having one pop tart. I was like, "Oh, thank god." You oh, that's
1: your that's your sugars,
0: man. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? It was wonderful. <laughs> Thank God for corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you for this pop tart made with. Dutrexylene trifaceton. Oh, sounds like kryptonite to me, and I'm not Superman.
0: Cocaine. Okay. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicotine <laughs> in pop tarts. That explains my childhood. <laughs> uh, you know what? I remember that I was so funny. Do you remember in college when you would you would get a care package from home, or people would get care <laughs> packages from, from homes? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know the story that I, I think to tell? I got
1: three. I th- no, I don't. I think I got three care packages my whole time.
0: Yeah. And it's – well, it's always in your freshman year, right, <laughs> Yeah, when that yeah, happens? Yeah. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but my parents um, used to send me stuff. Like, yeah, they were artic- so good about that. Yeah, like articles from the newspaper back home with, like, my old sports you – know, all my teams and stuff because <laughs> it was, like, just – I mean the like internet was around it was a thing we had we had broadband but you couldn't get like it was you know it was a bit hard to find the like like that article on like your how your t- how your high school football team yeah, did. Yeah. So and my parents would send me pop tarts and Google wasn't invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents always send me pop tarts and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome." And I was like, "Wait, these are All the cinnamon, son of a bitch. When I realized that they did, because in my family, (laughs) no one liked the cinnamon Pop Tarts. So it always would be like, if you could only, like, you would see that there's like two, there's like two or three left to be like, shit. Because you knew it was just cinnamon Pop Tarts. All the Pop Tarts that they gave me, there were like four or five of them, were cinnamon Pop Tarts. (laughs) And I was like, this is such a cruel thing to do to someone. (laughs) You are cruel. You are cruel. That is
1: funny, man. Now, my family never did stuff like that. Like, my mom would make brownies, and then they would send me, like, box pasta and stuff like that, (laughs) I think, right? Isn't that what they would do? I don't
0: remember. I think I remember brownies or or something.
1: Yeah, my mom would make brownies. She made these, like, double fudge things that were incredible.
0: That's definitely a freshman year thing. That's that's not, like, that's not a scene. Yeah. That's when, like, you actually kind of need it in your senior year, it's not when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I get a care package, Mom? Grow up. Get a job.
1: <laughs> okay, Dad. I, I didn't realize you were in the room. <laughs> Mom, don't put it on speakerphone next time. <laughs> I'm working 30 <laughs> hours a week and going to school on top of it. It's
0: very difficult.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it is, baby. Yeah, it's You fun know, fun. when I was your age, I worked in a factory while I was in college at the same time. Literally at
0: the same time. Oh. <laughs> uh oh yeah. man so or i have a topic but i think you told me that we talked about it last last week is that true because if not let's just go to the chat and see what people are saying
1: i mean i have a topic and it's pop tarts <laughs> and so you you just sailed through right right through Woo! that mfr <laughs> oh no what, what what's your topic
0: what's your well, topic? I, w- I wanted to talk about the grind of christianity uh, okay. Not not the grinder of Christianity. This isn't the crunch. Um, <laughs> see what I did there? Grinder without joke.
1: an E R, just an
0: R. <laughs> uh, yeah. Grinder. Um, just <laughs> like, and this is probably why I'm like this. I I, I, I think this ties into what we were uh, we were talking earlier um, okay. about. Like, can we just be okay with this sucking? Yes can we just be okay with um this you know being awful and allowing it to just to be a grind and i and i'm i'm telling i'm preaching to myself first sorry uh as as i say this like luke can you be okay with this being a grind right right now can, does it always have to be fun and exciting like when it actually is really really hard because and it's really hard right i know it's just it's it's hard can you be okay with this and i'm finding that you know the answer is more is is no uh, like so i you know the the pope did a beautiful thing last week with his with uh, his blessing that he did it was honestly a beautiful beautiful moment and incredible ex, an incredible experience and i prayed with uh, his little homily i'm not sure what you would call it but or his um his address. His address. Yeah. yeah. It, it was – um, and that just call to conversion that, like, this is. And I just wanted to focus on that. And it was – uh, I found that to be a lot more comforting than anything else that I saw on the internet all week long. And this is not to put – I mean, I'm like, listen, I even did stuff. Like, I'm not trying to say that this is all bad. I'm just saying where I found comfort. Yeah. I uh-uh wasn't and that. you should
1: feel comfort there. That's a good thing to feel comfort in. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And just like, you know, this is what the Holy Father is telling us what is going on uh-uh right now. Can I be okay with it? And it was a really, like, kind of a beautiful moment just of prayer, praying with his words and, like, his call to conversion and the Lord's call to conversion and just being okay with the storm. Yeah. And it's very, 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 very hard to do that. And I find that I fail... Most of the time, and i I, I, I guess I want to be okay with failing. I want to know that it 's okay to actually screw up with this well you know i I guess I just want to be okay with failing
1: well so does what what does failure look like to you in the middle of this because you know last week we talked about what are what do we want to get out of? You know, coming out of quarantine in a month or two months from now, what do we want to get out of it? Right. What is is that what your metric of failure is? Or do you think it's a different thing? Like, oh, I didn't do the thing I told Gomer I was going to do.
0: I think like I just feel like my prayer life has just kind of gone to hell. And I'm not saying I want to be okay with that. But just uh, just like. I get "Mm, that's a really good question. Well, let me
1: just throw in my thing while you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things that I, you know, there's no surprise, and people in the Facebook group have been mentioning, you know, the carnivore stuff from the beginning, but it has been harder to do the carnivore diet now because I'm at home. The kitchen is five feet away from my office door, uh, and there's tons of stuff in there that I can't have that my wife makes, you know, for our kids and stuff like that. Um I want my snack and,
0: pack.
1: <laughs> I thought I was your snack pack. um but the hard thing <laughs> is Office's on the table it's not it's not just that it's the fact that like I feel so run down because i'm not with even when i 'm with my wife like i I love being with people and i'm not with people, and so when i my wife is a person but when i mean she 's doing her thing she's teaching the kids she 's going through that stuff. And then it comes over to me, and it's like, I'm in the same place. I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, to me, it answers the question, would I thrive if I ever left my parish job and worked full-time from home? The answer is no. I would have to find a place to work. I have to go to a place.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like,
1: that aspect has made it harder to focus on work when at any time and, – and this is a deal. Like, I I don't work for, you know, four hours, go on a lunch break, and then another four hours, and then be done. I work for, like, maybe two, maybe one hour, and then I take an hour break to be with my kids because this is such a weird, effed-up situation. And so I'm with my kids for an hour. We're hanging out. You know, I take a full hour, hour and a half with my kids during lunch, and we're hanging out and doing all this stuff, and I'm talking with my wife, and we're processing her day and dealing with the stuff with the, with the, you know, things that come up. Um, But it's weird because I have never been more lax at working out and at eating and being faithful. And I think for me, the answer is not just that it's in proximity, but like at the end of the day, I feel like I need a glass of wine. Even if it's just one glass, I need it. And it just throws me off for the next, like, it's just like, well, then you can watch another episode of Parks and Rec. You can do this. You can do that. You can do this. And I just, I've, I've, I'm finding I am losing my motivation Halfway through Mm -hmm. last week, all weekend, this weekend I kept telling myself, Monday, 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 I'm taking a break now, Monday, 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 and I can't, I just cannot get it in gear, and that sucks, that sucks. I went from like closing my exercise and movement rings on my stupid Apple Watch, like that was like a victory for me, Uh, closing it every single day, going for two, three-mile walks, doing all this stuff, doing the exercise bike that broke my... Uh, thing last week, or a respect. couple weeks ago, respect. Uh, to now, like I don't even want to freaking look at anything. I don't want to touch anything. I'm just I have cabin fever, and um, I mean one of the reasons why we relate to this call is I was talking on the phone with someone. It was a really urgent phone call. And I went outside, and I was like, "I don't want to have to go inside." And then I saw your text message,
0: and I was like, "Oh God, I should have been inside 20 minutes ago." Um, <laughs> but I just did not want to be inside, inside. at all. Yeah, I felt yeah. that last night I went on a two-mile walk, and I was just like, "I should probably go to bed, but I can't. I just can't. I've got to get out, and I've got yeah. to walk." and, I, and yeah. there's a part and, and I guess this is what I, what I mean by failing. is like the prudent thing to do is to probably go to bed right right now but i'm going to yeah. lose my mind <laughs> you know like i yeah. just want to go on a walk i just yeah. I, I i think i think like honestly here's what i think part of it is and i don't know if this is a good thing or if this is a bad thing i wish we had um jd Flynn here to help us <laughs> help me tom cruise help me jd Flynn. um <laughs> i think it's a desire for control a, a okay. bit, I, I, not not. I, I think it's part of the um, cabin fever thing, but I, I do think there's a part of. This, I just want to be able to go and do something. I want to be able to choose yeah, uh, yes. where I'm going yes. to go, how I'm going to get there, and I know if I walk, mm-hmm. if I go on a walk um, right now, I'm not gonna cr- I, Like I'm not gonna see anyone. I'm not gonna. You know, I just want to like decide where I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, uh I, I I can still see you. Turn on my office lights. Okay. The office light is on. Is that go on? Is that, uh, is that iHome? Yeah. How do you like it?
1: Uh, so I only buy the Apple iHome branded stuff. I do not buy works with Alexa, works with yeah. Android. Yeah. I only do that because they have been such – like there are a lot fewer and more expensive things for iHome, but Apple requires – hardware chips dedicated to privacy so i only oh, really? buy those yes and apple's i'm sure there are devices from apple's that have been hacked but i'm sure like that all, tim like,
0: cook has all of our stuff in a big thing
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all mine mine no but i only buy switches that work with apple's um iHome devices. So that's what those are. They're just it, I have a a double wall plug plugged into it and it triggers both of my office lights.
0: Can we talk about Okay, so, um well let's unwrap Wait, this are up. Are you
1: done? Are you done with your thing? Yeah. Well,
0: uh just about but then I would love to talk about anything other than this. Um Okay. Well, unless you have like some some like awesome insights which I'm which um I'm sure that you do because uh you are the cow that I continue to milk for th- this here podcast, give me those teeth. moo, 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 baby. <laughs> I got no complaints.
1: It's utterly fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's spraying everywhere.
0: <laughs> My eyes, it burns. Why does it burn? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the kind of milky get get out of a carnivore. <laughs> Are you thinking I'm eating grass like a, like a wussy vegan? <laughs> Just gray, acidic other cows. milk
0: splashing on everyone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. This was not supposed to be a part of the parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, that was, I got weird real, real quick. The, uh, <laughs>
1: that, was, that was spiritual, but not religious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was about a relationship, not about a religion. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I I'm think... a
1: Mexican, not a Mexican. I'm sorry. Was that racist? <laughs> I thought we were still going. I ran out of them.
0: <laughs> I'm a Texan, not a Texarkan. Te- I know where I'm going with <laughs> I'm not I'm a Texarkan. Oh, that's awesome. I heard they have good barbecue there. My point here, though, is I think part of it is like, I think cuz we are made to be like free and autonomous beings to a certain extent that like there is there there like clearly is 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 a hierarchy but we're not meant to be prisoners or robots yeah and part of this feels like a little th- i'm not comparing this to an actual like prison but part of this does kind of feel like that cuz there's only yeah. so many things that you can do and i do think that this desire for um uh to do other stuff or to just go on a walk or to like I don't know if that's a bad thing. Yeah. Is what I'm saying.
1: No, I think our sanity requires us to move it, move it, shake it, spin it all around, light it up, take a puff, pass it to me now. Like we gotta get out of the daily grind of yeah. what this quarantine has done to our brains. Um and we're hopefully two is so and, awesome. and a half
0: weeks into this.
1: And we yeah. we're like, not nah, we're not even okay. halfway there. How many months do you think this is going to last? I think we're all going back
0: to real life sometime in June.
1: Yeah. June 10th, the state of Virginia. Our buddy John sent us to us. They're closed until June 10th. And uh the stuff that I'm seeing, I just read this heartbreaking thing from the New York New York Times on the little Apple News app. And it was like. All these nurses are terrified to go to work. Two nurses have died in New York City. They're protesting oh with signs that say, we'll work for masks. Um, Just horrific. Uh, a friend of mine heard that like a Walgreens had masks. And he left. In, I mean, just the second he heard, he jumped in his car, drove over there, bought two cases, and then drove over to... Um, a hospital and donated it. And each box cost $240. So he spent $480. Holy cow. Bought God him, bless him. Bought him from a frickin' Walgreens. God no bless No one him. should have masks except for, like, first responders. Yeah. I, I know you can't say that no one should because there's probably a lot of people who are, are citizens like us that should. But damn it. Like, the people who are... I mean, like, if you infect a nurse, you're probably gonna affect infect everyone that that nurse deals with especially if they're asymptomatic for a week and the same you know same is true for paramedics one paramedic said like you know i've i've lost a friend already i'm terrified to even go into work but i'm thankful that i have a job you know and it's like oh my gosh this is the worst and there's still people who aren't taking it seriously like it just it kills my soul
0: it uh i had a really tough time when i and i I mean, it was a beautiful thing that he did, and such a profound, um, profound witness. But for those of you that d- don't know, odds are is um, it's probably pretty, uh, pretty, pretty likely that Matt Frad and his and his wife Cameron have it. And um, the video that yeah. he did when he announced that was just—I mean, the dude looked awful. I mean, I, I, I feel bad saying that, so we edit that out, but. Oh, yeah. Um, just, I, I, Edit that out from our
1: live, live feed, feed on <laughs>
0: Facebook. Everyone watching on Facebook. Shh, shh,
1: shh. yeah. <laughs> no, I felt. I mean, it, I watched yeah, it broke that video. This it broke my. Yeah, heart. he 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 sent it to me, and he was like, "Hey, man, here's the thing." And I didn't want to bother him. Like, I felt like, like, should I be texting him more? Is he just sitting I the in hospital thing. bit bummed yeah, yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, No, I can't do this. Especially if his wife might have it and all this stuff. Like, I'll just be a bother. And then I was playing Fallen Order. And uh, he's texting me, and I have this stand for my iPad, and I put it right up at my eyeball level, and I started playing. I was playing the game, and I hit play on his thing, and then as he starts talking about it, I just push pause, and I'm just watching it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. He can just keeps saying, like, oh, praise the Lord. Like, yeah. give God the glory, and you're like, <laughs> why are you saying that? <laughs> this is perfect pity, self-pity time. Like, leverage that. But he won't. He won't. And then, did you stay for the chant at the end? Yeah, I the it was chant. beautiful.
0: It was. It was very like. Uh, it was. I had a heart. Like when you told me, I could barely focus at work. I was like, yeah. Oh, uh, it just like it's and just you know it's start like yeah. you know, I, it's just we see people. You know, people are starting to get it. People that we know, and it just uh, this is probably going to continue for a while. And uh, God, just give me the grace. You know, like, yeah, I just, uh, I'm so okay. Like, you know how I like, we're always like, God wants you to thrive. I am so okay with just getting by right now. I might <laughs> like, just give me the <laughs> grace to get by and to like, you know, like not drive my wife insane to not scandalize anyone to not screw up our podcast. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. This is my that job. That's of desolation where it's like you don't change a dang thing you just keep going straight you just keep going straight except
0: when you walk two Ugh. miles at 12 o'clock at night <laughs>
1: yeah then you curve you curve yeah so are you reading anything new how's your wild whiskey river book or whatever uh, it's not wild? going well
0: um no yeah no i, I don't talk about any like i'm self-improvement stuff i want to distract with like something complete completely meaningless uh, and what's that? What's tell me what's going on in like the, the tech world? Anything fun? Anything exciting? Well, anima technique, anima of Take me away. Anesthetic apathy. Come Come take, take the, the pain, pain away. away. Well,
1: I, I I mean I could tell you two things that Heart I'm pretty still excited beats about. Inside. Hmm. Uh, if you need a new laptop, which you had talked about that you did, the new MacBook Air. Uh, they boosted all of the stuff. They got the same keyboard that's on my. Uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro. They got a Retina display. It's now finally a computer that I can tell normal people to buy. So that's huge. Um, uh, I love the idea that Apple just boosted all that stuff and, and gave it all a, a bump. Do you think um, that
0: the prices on it are going to, to drop? Uh, No, no,
1: I don't, because it's Apple, and they don't change the price. I mean, they yeah. were still selling the old trash can Mac Pro unupdated for three years at the same, like, price. Apple Mm -hmm. don't do shit for their customers (laughs) when it comes to price. They're like, you know Um, who you are. (laughs) Come lick my boot, peasant. Oh, and I will take $4,000. Hello, fanboy. (laughs) The other thing is the new new iPad Pros that are coming out. They look fantastic. They're USB-C ports. And they have this sick mount that, of course, is coming in May. Not now. But um, it's like a magnetic top and it hovers the iPad screen over a keyboard, and the keyboard now has a touchpad. So it now has uh, full keyboard and mouse support.
0: Oh, there you that go. That's, that's exciting. The iPad
1: now has full keyboard and mouse support, which is so funny. Hmm. So Apple, through its peripheries, is turning it into the next laptop. So I, if I was a betting man, and I'm not, uh, I would say that by 2021, Apple gets away from Intel Shifts all their processors to ARM. Maybe 2022 now with COVID. But they go the straight ARM processor thing. I bet you that's what they're going to do. Our Uncle Wade
0: would know. Uncle Wade would know. D, if, would. like you're watching, I'd uh, I love to know what Wade thinks about that. Yeah. Remember when he told you that, uh, like... like um, Here we go. Th- Here we go. Th- the Microsoft... Uh, a oh, tablet was better, and you died. Surface inside. was better, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, dis-
1: I still to this day completely disagree with him.
0: <laughs> but he said something
1: to me that I thought was a load of crap. He said, um, "Apple, Apple employees. What was the funny line?" He said, "Apple manages their whole thing. They don't use any sophisticated like tracking software. He's like it's Excel spreadsheets, and he said something else, and that's it." And I was like, yeah, I'm sure it is. And then I talked with a dude who worked overseas at Apple. And I said, hey, I heard this thing that this guy said. And he goes, oh, it's the worst part of working for Apple. <laughs> they won't invest in any new, like, way to manage the supply line. It is all Excel. And I was like, Uncle Wayne, <laughs> like, Yeah.
0: I was like, what do you think the guy's
1: right about everything.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Welcome to my world. Everything I say, he's like, you're full of shit. I'm like, ah! <laughs> True, you're right.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't tell any of my fans. <laughs> yeah, after after a live sh- after or like live show, he he goes, yeah, it was good. You really, I mean, to get your act down of like what you're gonna do because it's a little bit, you know, like whatever. <laughs> and I was like, ah, ah, your approval means everything to me. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Speaking of people who can belittle you, uh, do you remember when we talked about that? That episode, did you listen to the episode from two weeks ago? A bit. The 20,000 Tangents and Attractive
0: Moms? Um, what, what, we had like a 30-second conversation about Attractive Moms, and you called the episode that. <laughs> because <laughs>
1: I wanted it. I, I was like, this show has more tangents than any other show we've ever done. And then I was like, I need to connect it to the uh, 1,000 tangents in old people's sex, but how? How? <laughs> and as I'm editing it, we have like, it's like a minute and a half because then you go on a tangent about how you're such good friends with the nickels and you went to, you know, in so and so's wedding and all this stuff. And I was like, well, that's it. Attractive moms. There we go. <laughs>
0: uh, and I
1: just wanted to send it to Sarah, which I haven't done, by the way, and just say, hey, in the last episode we talked about, you. can, can you guess from the title? <laughs> <line?"> <laughs> But we tell we tell like thirty stories in like the span of fifteen minutes. Like we cannot We're just like (laughs) we were all over the place. I know.
0: I'm like trying to mine everything we every story we ever have from like the last twenty years. (laughs) I think we've almost told told them all. I think we have. I joined prison ministry just to have
1: more stuff to talk to you about. <laughs> That's the whole reason why I'm here. Hey, you know what's even funny about what you said you're like, I know it's not like prison, but it feels like prison. The inmates that write to us, right, they can't receive physical mail anymore. They can't go to events anymore. Oh gosh, um, there was uh, there's an outbreak of outbreak of COVID at at um a couple of the prisons, I think or so, I don't know, it's something like that. And um so, the, like, they feel like they're just in their cells.
0: That's So crazy. it's almost like
1: they're on lockdown, which is, you know, something that lasts for X amount of weeks. And they do it every year, sometimes twice a year. Mm-hmm. But for them, they're, even inmates in prison are like, oh, it's a bit much. What about the economy? Who am I going to sell my – what is their – their currency is ramen noodles. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's their currency because everyone can eat it. So it has intrinsic value. Everyone wants it. And if you go on lockdown, those are things that are easy to make in your cell. So if you can't go to the cafeteria, you can have that. Yeah. And it's cash, basically. And so one of the guys was like, man, I'll give you two soups. I'll give you two soups. You know, the cup of noodle thing. And I was like, what the hell does two soups mean? He's like, oh, that's our money. I was like, ah, that's so awesome. I've read about stuff like this in World War II concentration camps. And then he just looked at me like, oh, God, I can't stand you. And I was like, I,
0: I can't even stand me either. How am I my, married? W- my wife doesn't even like me. Why do you think I'm here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm a podcaster. She's like, please talk to other people besides me. And I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> Luke,
0: um, I wrote a five and a half page letter today. Oh gosh, that must have hurt your hand. It really. By the end, I was having to scratch out so many <laughs> words that I said, "I'm sorry. You're probably I'm, you're probably I'm noticing that my handwriting is getting worse and worse. I should probably wrap wrap this up. I just wanted Who'd to you write it to uh, just to. Uh, I'm like one of our donors. He was, he was a little bit older, <laughs> and I'm just trying to. I'm um, keep him, you know. And he uh, just trying to say hey. So and I'm um, happy. So I was Dear just Tell him about stuff. It's that your old we were boy doing. Luke
1: again. <laughs> I could just imagine that. Dear Diary, it's your old boy Luke again. I'm here. Uh, it's day 14 since I've been without human contact. <laughs> I have resorted to putting socks oh on my hands gosh. and making
0: socks. I actually have a journal in here, I think, of when I was... So I, I went through a phase kind of like this in Idaho for... Yeah, here it is. For a month. There it is. The
1: last story. Yeah. The last story we didn't tap into. So
0: there's about a month <laughs> in Idaho over the summer of 2012. That I was pretty much by myself because all my friends ha- um, had moved... And I just had to like stay in Idaho for uh, for a bit, and so I wrote in this journal. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what? Let's see the journal. August (laughs) twelfth, two thousand twelve. Well, I have made it this far. It's crazy to sit and think about how far I've come. I have a lot of hard work ahead of me. I want to be a better man. I want to be a stronger man. I want to be the man that I'm supposed to be. To quote Wade, I want to be I, I want to be as To quote se- Wade. Yeah. I want to be as serious as a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Speaking of Wade, I'm a little concerned that I'm forgetting about my family. Aww. I can I can look so far inward that I completely ignore the people that are in front of me. That oh sorry, I completely ignore the people who are important to me. Now, now now I'm going to, going to, to cry. How could I forget that today it's my parents anniversary or around that time is the is is my mom and dad's anniversary. And I'm a terrible person for forgetting that. What? What the hell? Did I just write here. Am Am I a terrible person for day that? Okay. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, somehow your uh, yeah fat thumb texting ability spilled <laughs> out of your journal. Sorry, journaling. I'll I'll stop now. But uh, <laughs> that's a real thing. What I journaled in 2012. <laughs> And then you I got to be serious as a heart attack, Luke. Then I didn't journal again until, t- uh, so that was on August oh, 2nd. I didn't journal again until August 28th. Well, I'm starting journaling, and it's like three
1: entries, and then six months later, well, I'm probably going to try to restart journaling. Yeah, no, I'm I'm awful. I'm awful.
0: Screw self-improvement. I like ruts. <laughs> Here's the thing about a girl, if you want to hear that. Yes. This is from July 25th, 2012, p.m. 11:58 p.m. Okay, <laughs> just a I very... just started in my gallon of vanilla. <laughs> just <laughs> just had a very in... oh oh okay sorry sorry just had an interesting thought on my run tonight. I don't think I ever really loved blank. I'm not gonna say say her name. I was very attracted to her. I think subconsciously I I wanted to be rejected a bit as opposed to taking a chance and be quote truly myself my insecurities have hurt a lot of people that i quoted doctor like um oh, ronald glover uh sorry doctor like dr oh, robert glover who i like um never try to be rational with an irrational person it will piss you both off <laughs> oh, god so dramatic let me throw something out at you yeah okay. sorry this is boring sorry sorry
1: No, no, no. You tell me if this resonates. I'm going to throw out a couple quotes. You tell me if this resonates with your romantic life. Okay. Love is one of the greatest dramas of human existence. True or false? True. Okay. I think also this podcast is. Uh, (laughs) There are no easy answers. Such is the nature of men and women. Such is the nature of love. But there is hope. If only we acknowledge our need and accept the risks of a deep and lasting commitment. What do you think of that one?
0: Uh, repeat repeat, repeat that that part
1: again. There are no easy answers, such as the nature of men and women, and such as the nature of love. But there is hope if only we acknowledge our need and accept the risks of a deep and lasting commitment. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That is good. That's All right, good. Here's, here's the next one. <clears throat> this will be the last one. There are no easy solutions. There is no happy ending, but there is hope, if only we can reach out of ourselves, see the true face of the other person, and hear the signals of a love that transcends us. Is that you? That is from. That is no, no, no. That is from Pope John Paul II's, uh, the jeweler's shop.
0: Oh, I found my goals for my thirties. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how you're just like, yeah, anywho. So I found my goals for my 30s.
0: No, I okay. know. I like that. I think it's really it? good. Uh, one is a stronger faith, two is financial stability, three is to get uh get married, four is to make over $200,000. I'm still I still have got a ways to go. Yeah. Five yeah. is better connected with family. Six is improve I don't know what that was. Skills? Um, Who knows? Uh, It was probably writing skills. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I don't know what that. I don't know. N. M. It's interesting. I wanted to write. I wanted to write a movie. I wanted to stay healthy. Didn't really do that. Buy a house. Did that. Wanted to. I wanted to master an instrument. Didn't do that. And a stronger work ethic. I'm very hard on myself about my work ethic. It's yeah. Like here's the thing about like love, man. Going back to that, it's really hard. Like it's <laughs> Dude, actually really difficult, Luke. If you ever write
1: a biography, would you say it's really hard the Luke Carey story?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> that I probably is, would.
1: I mean it's it's a double entendre, but also that is your go to phrase. I don't know if you knew that. It's it your is go to phrase.
0: It is. I'm but kidding. I like it. I mean it's 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 true.
1: It's simplicity belies the truth.
0: Like I think real love. I'm not saying that it's easy to get over real love, but I do think it is faster in the long run. You
1: know? Shannon told me that if if she ever died, uh, I'm not allowed to go on with my life, (laughs) and if I do, she'll haunt me.
0: (laughs) he goes, what are you doing? Woo! oh, crap. <laughs> did you open up my kitchen cabinets
1: again <laughs> just because I married this model? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with some kitchen cabinet doors opening up. I married a model. How crazy is that? She did some Target ads for the catalog. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I thought you were going to read from your, from your journal. So, okay, so this is the funny thing, Luke.
1: Can you see my journal? Can you yeah. see this? Yep. Okay, uh it's falling apart, so I'm a man who's not. No, um this is the journal that I wrote to Shannon the day I proposed to her and then 3 days later she said no. Oh,
0: that journal. Oh gosh. So it is 14 I remember pages when you were I I remember being in a chapel with you while you were writing in that thing. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no I don't think you came in there. There was a lot of people that came in such as a Mexican couple from Mexico City renewing their 50th wedding anniversary vows. And they said, you're more than welcome to stay. And I was like, I'll move to the back. I moved to the back, and I just read The jeweler Shop and wrote those quotes down. You know, one of the things that uh, when when we were broken up and I I went to counseling, I was in such a dark place. I went to a counselor, and I'm like, you know, I love this woman. I don't understand why it didn't work. And he goes, because a relationship takes more than love. And I was like, what? But love is... Love lifts us up where we belong. We belong. Like, what do you yeah. mean? All you need is love. A girl's got to eat. I know. And he just said, uh, no, love is the easy part. Are you talking about, like, emotional love? And I was like, no. What like, else is there? <laughs> yeah. I understand love is more than emotions, but emotions is all I care <laughs> about. <laughs> it's all I have. And he's, yeah, he said, uh, well, I can think of a lot of things that are more important than love in a relationship or they they're all kind of like they assume different levels of importance throughout the relationship. And I was like, like what? And he goes, like commitment. Like even if I no longer feel love for you, I'm still committed to this thing called us. And he goes, and you don't have that. And I was like, I don't at all. I didn't have that. When it was great, it was great. When it wasn't good, I I was hanging out with the boys. And when you're married, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it's a totally different thing. And I began to think about that, and I realized, like, there is a danger of over spiritualizing, over theologizing, over philosophizing, over psychoanalyzing. There's a danger in all of that because you think that lens through which you view a relationship is going to be sufficient to explain a relationship. But to me, that's what—that's why I wrote that passage down uh, from the jeweler shop. There are no easy answers, such as the nature of men and women, and such as the nature of love. But there is hope if only we acknowledge our need and accept the risks of a deep and lasting commitment. I wrote that because I realized, like, oh, just love each other. If you put each other first, you know, if you're both putting each other first, that's how it works. I realized, like, that is such an immature way of viewing. A marriage type relationship, like a, a I mean me and Shannon dated for years our Our relationship was ordered towards marriage fairly early on, and I was terrified of that. I was legit scared, but I couldn't admit that right because I'm a man and I'm not afraid of anything except commitment and sharing my feelings and so there was this huge element of my life where i thought um where where i didn't think about the complexities of men and women. And the complexities of a love relationship. I don't know. It just, stuff like that. And then people would say things like that. It's like, it's not, it doesn't matter. That you just love each other. You got to do X, Y, and Z. And, um, and it was at that time that that freaking movie came out. What was it? The Christian movie that started all the um, Christian movies with Kurt Cameron. With the Love Dare book. Left Behind. Fireproof. Fireproof. Mm. That's when that movie came out. And I watched it by myself. Uh, It was, like, uh, I got it from Blockbuster or something, and I remember watching it, And because the whole part is their marriage is falling apart, he's addicted to pornography, she keeps catching him looking at it, and then he gets the book The Love Dare, and it's, like, 40 days or 60 days or 100 days of, like, doing small things for your beloved to show them and to demonstrate, like, this is how I love you. And I remember a guy at that time saying, Your love isn't real until it's on your calendar. And I was like, What does that mean? It's like put whatever that means for you and your spouse or you and your your girlfriend, it has to be on your calendar. Like when is it on your calendar that you And I said, What does that mean? Like love you? And it's like, No, like go out on a date, you know, uh carve out like send her a text message. And I was like, Holy crap and they're like, Yeah, it's not incarnate until it's on a calendar. It's and interesting I was like out- I
0: yeah, yeah. no, that kind of ties into – do you remember that um, conversation we had with uh, Father Harris from – I think it was just him. I don't I don't think Father Anthony was on. I think we just had him on or, or, or something. And we we're talking about, like, we need to have more of a, kind of going beyond the missionary discipleship paradigm. I don't like that, like, the – you know, and just kind of yeah. what the limits on that are and how we're called to a deep communion with God and, you know, like – others and that needs to drive like how we eat at a table and and the um sacramentality of of life and that really reminds me of that that our vocation needs to fuel our life like our actions are like what we're actually doing you know and our that's that's why i think ultimately as much as i love bachelorhood it's you can't have that and the cross. Yeah. Like how we view bachelorhood in the 21st century. I think those two things are in they are ultimately incompatible.
1: You know where they're even more incompatible mm. when
0: you're clergy yeah. and you're living as yeah. if
1: you're a bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. That is reprehensibly incompatible. If you're a bachelor and you live like a bachelor, guess what? You probably need a lot of growing up to do. But, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. If you're a clergyman, right, if you're a bishop or a priest or even a deacon and you're living like a bachelor, there is something fundamentally wrong with you. And you need counseling today. Yeah. Right. You need you need the counseling of brothers who will call you on probably a couple strong women that will slap you upside your head and won't say yes to every yes, father to whatever you say. And you need to sit down with a counselor who you know will call you out because that is a harsh, a harsh, uh, a harsh reality to try to be a dad to a parish from or to, a you know, the seminary to or whatever it might be.
0: Earlier we were talking about I want to be okay with failing, and you asked me like, well, yeah. like what does that does yeah, that what is actually look like? I think it means that you're trying. So I'm trying to live an or- and like a well ordered life. I'm trying to grow in virtue right now. I'm trying to have a I'm trying to do all these things, but it is really really hard right now to do all that, and I need to be okay with it being hard. I need to be okay with like screwing up, but then going right back to square one and trying over it, you know, and try 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 again. That's the dip, that's and if you're trying, that is way different than if you're not doing anything. Uh, anything. I would much rather have a broken pastor who is you know in counseling and trying, than one who seems to have everything together but actually is not.
1: Mike Kent just threw something really awesome up in the Facebook comments. Um, he said, "No one goes looking to be called out, though. It only happens when surrounded by community." And that's part of the bachelor lifestyle that I think is so dangerous because just like you were talking about this quarantine and control, I don't have any control. I can't just go out to the bar. I can't just go out to the wherever I'm stuck here, right? Well, the bachelor can do that within his own life setting, right? I get to choose and control my schedule. And what we're saying by the bachelor, we're meaning like the person who never grew up out of in their own personal life, out of like that college dorm room kind of mentality. I don't just mean people who aren't married. Yeah, no, I people mean people who, who yeah. are in delayed adolescence, right? Um yeah. And the reality to me with that, until about twenty
0: seven, <laughs>
1: uh, what Mike Kent says is so true. No one does. No, no one walks over to people and says, "Hey, will you will you tell me I am a liar when I am lying? Will you will you call me lazy when I am being lazy?" But let's be honest. I, where was I? Who said that to me? It it was a pretty big game changer. We were in a car and someone said, "When when was the last time someone called you out?" Like a, like you you were fraternal correction. And I like oh, was yeah. thinking and yeah. thinking and I was like, "I don't know." And he goes, "I was afraid you would say that." He's like, "Literally, I was afraid you would say that." Like you speakers, you just bounce the things and you have all these different venues that you go to where people hire because they want to talk to you. I was like, well, I've had people complain at me. He goes, yeah, but you can dismiss them. I mean, someone sit you down and say, I think what you did was wrong. Here's the reason why. And I realized, like, only people who really love me would say, I thought what you just did was really poor and you need to change. And, you know, like, you're better than this. Because like, that's the heart of a really Christian calling out is, I know you're better than this. You're capable of more than this. Let's not do this you know i think that's yeah that's what i mean by a bachelor someone who thinks that they have control over their lives so they can delay their adolescence enough outside of work typically they have to change when they're at work but their own personal life is is
0: impish childish well you know and you and you are who you hang out with right like that stat of you know if if i actually really pay close attention to the five people that i that i have around me cuz i really want to be driven you know, and it, uh, it there's a person who who I work with who's so insanely driven. She works, you know, incredibly hard, and I'm like, I want to like. She's a person I want in my inner um circle here because I want to be. I want that's that's what I want. That's what I want is to be pushed like that. Yeah, you know, and um, if you're hanging out with people and all they care about is like hooking up and partying. That's all you're going to care about. And if you're trying to be Catholic and that's what you are doing, um, you're going to be miserable. And if you're a priest and you either don't have any of that, you're just going to just, you know, it's just going to turn inwards. And it's it's not good. Not good, my friend. Not good.
1: Man, parishes are laying off people. Collections are down. You know, my parish, we had a furlough because we wanted to keep people's benefits going. Um, Everyone is panicking right now. Everyone is panicking. I think think there's going to be a lot of, I, I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't key into the church are going to because of the social media stuff. Like, it's a very safe way to experience church. And I think some people who are on the outside looking in might be like, okay, I'll give this a try. Uh, But at the same time, um, I think there are going to be a lot of church workers who are going to feel as jaded as you did at the beginning of this podcast, but about their whole – like, I don't even mention church work. Don't even mention the church. Don't even mention Catholicism. Yeah. Because they're going to feel burned by all this. And I I don't know the answer. I don't think there are easy answers. To use that quote from earlier, I don't think there are easy answers about this situation. Um, I do know that a lot of people are very afraid for their jobs. Um, and if you're not online giving and you you still got a good job, like I would encourage you to to get that started. If you don't have a good job or you got fired, you know, that, I mean, maybe right now is you, you need to stockpile some savings. But um, I, I remember a, uh, there was a quote. I, it might have been something that you sent me. But it was a grandmother basically saying, you know, during World War II, if you were a hoarder, we despised you. Like, no one in the neighborhood went to the grocery store to hoard. Hmm. Like, and now that you've just find like, that's that the attitude. Me. I got to take yeah. care of me and mine. And they would, like, publicly shame you and humiliate you if you mm-hmm. did that. Like, what, you only care about yourself? Now it's like, got to take care of me and mine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, You know, you don't want to say it. I think it's adversity, obviously, that makes us better people, uh, how we respond to it. But um, living a comfortable life does not lead often to levels of virtue. It often leads to a comfortable rut. I just don't want this quarantine time to be that for me. Like, this is the most unique time in history for our generation. Yeah. Like, we're on lockdown what do we do? Like, right as our careers are finally on. Like, they say, like, your 40s and 50s is at your supreme earnings potential.
0: And it's like ramp up. Ramp it up. On hold. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? I'm 2008. Oh, flash. <laughs> Remix.
1: Oh, man. 2008. Yeah. I uh, yeah, And I just wonder. I just wonder. I mean, I, I I was talking with a business owner the other day, and they go, like, what do we do? And this is the thing that pisses me off. Shane Claiborne pissed me off to no end the other day on Twitter. He said, say it with me, folks. And he did the little clappy hand thing, if I remember yeah. correctly. And he's like, the economy oh, uh, is – or people over the economy. People over the economy. Because that was in reference to Donald Trump thinking, oh, we can get people back as early as Easter, and, which is clearly a pipe dream. But I – I look at the comments and then people are like, yeah, when has the U.S. ever done that? And I agree, the 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 United States economy is not ordered to the preservation of the dignity of the human person. However, there is this element where, just because we use the word economy, that safeguards us from taking like these very communistic pot shots at work and the dignity of work and the fact that the majority of people in any country... Feed their families, provide basic health care, all that stuff. Even if you live in a country with socialized medicine, you're not buying Band-Aids that way. You go to the store and you buy – like there's elements of our, our daily lives that would not exist without a job and a paycheck. That's the economy. It's not just Wall Street. So you, I was talking to his business manager, and he was like, what, how can I not send my employees to work? Because then I can't pay my employees and I can't get paid myself. People think like all these business owners are just sitting on millions of dollars and they're just fat and rich. And it's like, maybe I'll let you have your unpaid pregnancy leave. And I'm sure there are plenty of jackwads out there, but most are not that. Yeah. yeah. Whole industries are going to collapse. And the small business is going to be the one hit hardest first. Mm-hmm. I just that's why I'm so scared for this stuff. That's why.
0: Yeah, no. I I I I was a little disappointed by some people's um reaction to that, which is what it, it, just because you're right, it 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 immediately becomes ideological and yeah. work is actually bef- it, it exists before the fall. And we're partaking yeah. in God's like creative act of like creating stuff and it brings a dignity to the person and it's a really good thing it's a really and so when people are deprived of that it really screws them up and you're and you are and you are absolutely right like an economy is really important and so we do need to talk about when can we like we need to get this back up and running as soon as possible someone's going to be paying for all like the bill comes due always yeah Someone's always going to be paying for this. Now it's, a, now, it's a different conversation if we think that, like, Jeff Bezos should be, you know, paying more than us. That's valid. That's a valid conversation to have. Does a person need $100 billion? It's a valid conversation to have. I'm not saying that I side on one way or the other. I'm just saying I think it's a valid conversation to 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 have. But that is not the same thing. As wanting to get people back to work as as, um, as quickly as we can, because most small businesses, most things, the vast majority of stuff that keeps that keeps all of this um running, it's falling apart. Like we had the most unemployment claims in history.
1: Man, that in history. New York Times. Did you see the New mm-hmm. York Times article? Yeah. Holy crap, that was shocking. I'm gonna put it in the Facebook page. I have just the shot of it from uh, Daring Fireball. It was heartbreaking. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is insane. I'm going to put it in the Facebook page, and then people listening on the podcast later on, I'm going to put it in uh, the show notes. The New York Times did... It was the cover of the National Edition uh, Friday, March 27th, and what they did was they had the history of unemployment underneath the cover page, almost at the fold of the cover page. And they just had these stats of the graphs going from each quarter, going from 2000 to 2020. And in the 2008 recession, it hit over 500,000. So it's like 600,000 people. And then you get all the way over to the end, to 2020, to today, basically this month, this week. And it's, over three hundred, or it's over three point three million unemployment claims. So it went from it is like, I mean, from five hundred, six hundred thousand to three point three million were filed last week. Like that is shocking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge, and that's these are real. Like as much as as much as it's still a. I mean, half the reason why this is all happening, is that we have like a global yeah. e- economy. It all matters. Yeah. It all you know, so like not so the you know, kid who like who um who mows lawns for twenty five dollars a pop, if he can't do that, that's gonna impact the economy a little bit. And then you won't you know, it just it's um yeah, I I, I um <laughs> if we could have rational um conversations about this, it'd be great. Yeah, which is why you
1: have to go to outside countries like Korea in that Asian Boss episode that I watched. Um, Asian Boss is a YouTube channel, and he went and interviewed the head Korean scientist on infectious diseases. And he has been at the forefront of fighting uh, and establishing policy and research on COVID-19. And his stuff. It was so great to hear a non-political thing. Like he would reference Donald Trump. He would reference. He would like say a critical thing, and he'd say these are probably the reasons why he did it. But uh, you know, these are the things that I would. And it was so funny. It wasn't just a talking head just unloading, you know, on Trump or yeah. you know a pro-Trumpian shouting over it. Um, oh, wartime president, blah blah blah. Like he just he just slowly delivered the facts over. And over again, it's like this is like we live in an Asian culture. In Asian culture, we're far more cooperative than in Western cultures, which are far more individualistic. So, of course, we all wear masks because it would be a grave offense in our culture to get someone else sick. We are used to wearing masks and masks radically limit the spread of COVID-19. They're like, well, a lot of people are saying masks can't. He goes, it absolutely will. You're covering your nose and your mouth, and if you wear glasses, you're covering your eyes. That's the mucous membranes. If you get COVID on your face or in your hands and you don't touch your mucous membranes, you won't get it. It's like, oh. But he's like, yeah, and if you have it, you're not going to spread it because it's going to be contained within the mask. And you're like, huh. He's like, and even though it's not 100% contained within the mask, it's still better than having it 100% wide open. And I was like, wow. And then he talked about a religious community that was in the tenth floor of a building and they refused to the quarantine. And so they were all, they were praying and singing. I think it was a Pentecostal type group, praying and singing in the 10th floor of this building where their church is. And he said, for hours they were praying and singing. He said, You're when you're sweating and you're singing loudly, you're sending aerosol droplets in a much wider arc. And he said, But all that air was just getting recycled and pumped throughout that whole building. Everyone in that building got sick, basically. And you're like, no!
0: Uh. Yeah, it's one reason why I'm not the biggest fan of people uh, having praise and worship on their Facebook Live while they're all in the same room. I'm like, who is doing that? I'm not saying who. I should not not have said that. Sorry. What did you hear
1: about the uh, Louisiana church? It's like, we are meeting, no problem. And it was actually from the LA Times, and they did a good job with it. Like, they didn't just call them a bunch of idiots. Obviously, that was implied. But at the end, they were like, these are not people who think that COVID is just a hoax or made up. They're just okay if they get sick and get each other sick. They're going to keep worshiping. I was like, oh, gosh, just don't. I don't know. My heart's broken. I'm in a million places with all this. So the only thing left to do is... Podcast? Uh, Wait, are you? Is podcast binge watch Parks and Rec? Because I still haven't finished all the episodes. Uh, are you talking about the Florida pastor who got arrested for having praise and worship?
0: No, no. I'm, or are you I'm talking not about a friend to, of ours? I'm, not, I'm talking about a friend of okay. ours. Okay. Okay. Sorry. what did do Edit that yeah, out of the Martin, real show.
1: <laughs> Martin just wrote in. They said masks don't work. Just keep them available for health professionals. That uh that's one of the comments that the Korean doctor said. He said, in the US, this is this is part of the non political atmosphere, right? He's just evaluating comments. He said, uh, I the president Donald Trump is mistaken that masks do, in fact, work. He said, but I think the reason why he said that is because he wants to preserve whatever is left for medical professionals that are going to be inundated. I was like, see, that's non political. That was a non political answer that said what he said was factually wrong, but here's some of the reasons of why he probably was factually wrong. And I, it just, it was interesting because it was critical without being, you know, partisan. I'll just say it. It was critical without being partisan. I miss that. As if we ever had that. But <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it We're just, an
1: all or nothing people.
0: And hallelujah is our song. Woo! Whatever, Lent.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the lentiest Lent we've ever lented. Mm. All right, Luke, we got to go out with a bang, man. I am, I am dying. I'm a grape on the vine. Why not right. be crushed to make wine? Oh, oh,
0: dude, I got, um, I got Catch Rust the Foxes on vinyl. It is incredible. <laughs> it looks, the red is beautiful. It is honestly the most yeah. gorgeous vinyl album I've ever had. It is incredible. Mm. i'm so mm. i I bought it um around christmas time for aaron's uh, christmas gifts for me and i just got it it's wonderful
1: man she nailed it she nailed it so this is the last page of the journal that i wrote to shannon you ready for this you wrote you it you ready for the drama oh, god why did you get back no, this with was the. i don't know i don't know you Gil- wrote it
0: to shannon What? Well, what do you mean i wrote it that's the whole thing in the adoration chapel I didn't realize that you ro- I actually I think I do remember now that you wrote it to her.
1: Uh I mean no, I guess I wrote it to Jesus.
0: But, but Jesus you wanted her to see it. To Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. But you wanted <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. but you 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 wrote it to Jesus but you wanted Shannon to take the wheel.
1: Yes. Yes. Cuz I'm confused and I'm afraid. The last the last line. See if you can guess what song this is from. You ready, Luke? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is so this is so early Wait, wait. Can COVID. I predict uh yes, please cuz you won't get it. So I'll give you 3 chances. Number I d- 1. I don't exist but only you exist. Uh I'm going to give you a hint. It is not me without you. So you lose your first one. Okay, can I can I uh
0: is it a stained song?
1: No. Crap. It, it, no, no, no. Get you got to guess. You got to guess. I you won't
0: get it. You okay, won't. I won't okay, okay go. Go. But this is
1: no. You gotta guess.
0: Come on. Well, come, tra- tra- come on. I know, on. I know. I, I'm drawing a blank now. Okay. So it's okay. Maybe so- it's i540.
1: Maybe it's emo. Maybe it's a not emo, but out at that time of emo. Uh. uh
0: is it like a My Chemical Romance song? <laughs> <laughs> this is my Black Parade. Somebody, no. 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 I never but listen I to My Chemical say. Romance. I so never say them. So long and good night. I was never a big who fan.
1: Sang, who sang that song? Uh, somebody told me that you had Let a, a boyfriend,
0: boyfriend who looked, looked like a, I think it's the Killers.
1: The Killers, that's right. I always confuse the two. Uh, no, it's not that. So that's number two. All right, guess, guess. Come on. Uh, come okay, on, it's not on. a dashboard
0: you, c- confessional song. No, but it's from that era. I know, I'm trying to... Th- Is it a follow-up Let me boy? give you another hint.
1: No, 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 but you're getting so close. It's going to make my heart sound. All happy, American kids. Rejects? No, no, no. One more. I'll give you one more Death shot. cab for Cutie. Ah, uh, so close. That would be very The Postal Service. Snow Patrol.
0: Oh, you are such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Snow Patrol's not lucky. Sorry. It's from that era. Okay, that's they fair. They were really popular
1: back then. That's fair. Take my hand, not your fingers through mine. And we will walk from this dark room for the last time. But I want you to open your eyes, and I need you to look into mine. The song Open Your Eyes. Incredible song. You go quote, on YouTube. No, it's not. No, it's Go not. on YouTube. You it is an incredible
0: song. You are, you are a youth minister. <laughs> that's the kind of crap that I'm the, like. And not the cool X Games youth minister. No. I'm the fat video game <laughs> no, youth minister. No, no, no. <laughs> that's just the kind of crap that when we were in college, especially earlier on, people like at Franciscan held held up as being a noble thing to try to do. And in hindsight, it's like, oh, no, that's just a weird thing. You should not strive to be like that whatsoever.
1: Uh, No, there is. Do you remember the show The Black Donnelly's?
0: It was vaguely, vaguely, vaguely.
1: I loved that show. And at the end of episode one, there is a tragic murder that had to take place. They, the brothers had to kill this guy in order to defend their brothers. And when they kick open the door to kill the guy, they realize they've been sold out. And they had to kill two guys. Well, they actually had to kill all their henchmen, too. A lot of people died. <laughs> but the song that was playing that whole time was Open Your Eyes by Snow Patrol. And I just went onto YouTube and typed in the Black Donnelly Snow Patrol. And I, yes, pilot ending. I am going to get the song and I'm going to put it and you're going to watch it and you're going to freaking love it. Okay? Here we go, baby birds. Mama's going to feed you. Beep. Martin, thank you just real quick for you uh, throwing in that awesome comment reminding me that... um, yeah, don't, don't give, don't give your uh, things away, your mask away is for the medical professionals. Ugh, it has been, it is COVID thing. It's got to go. It's got to go. Luke, just, do something.
0: Ah, I wish I was a doctor. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Should have been a doctor, man. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you could have saved us all, but you're selfish. Turns out selfish I way. would have rather played Zelda. Uh
1: you know what? And I can't fault you for that. You're a beautiful man. It's a wonderful game. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been
0: Catching Foxes. Luke, who do we need to thank? We want to thank Catholic Social Media. Yeah, so uh, this has been an episode of Catching Foxes. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah.